Schemers and grifters and wannabe inventors are trying to get your money so they can get rich real fast. But Jesse and Mike are here to set things right with your Kickstarter Sucks the Podcast. Cause you don't need that bullshit, no you don't need that crap. You don't need a toaster that you program with an app. You just grab some headphones, you folks are all in luck. Mike and JF are back with your Kickstarter Sucks. Hey everybody, welcome to your Kickstarter Sucks. Jesse Farrar here. This is episode 50. I, I know we've got something special coming for you later in the show, but I want to get out in front of it right now. Mike, this is the big... Five oh baby. Ba, 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 ba. Do you remember that song, yeah. JF? What? Yeah. No. What was that? Hawaii. Was that the, Hawaii Five O. A show that uh, no one has ever seen. They did it. Well, they they remade it though. Actually. Oh yeah, they did. They remade it with the Korean guy from Lost. Don't say Korean guy. <laughs> what? He's Korean. Right. Daniel Day Kim. Yeah. <clears throat> What a magnificent wow. actor. Off to a blistering start uh, <laughs> at this point. And you've never even seen Lost, so that's so I guess you could say that reference is lost on you. I've seen Lost, you asshole. I watched <laughs> I watched the whole asshole. I watched the whole thing up until the the ending of it. And I was like uh no, didn't like it at all. You watched the whole thing up until the ending of it. Does that mean you also watched the ending? Yeah. Okay, so you so basically you could have said I've seen Lost in its entirety, and it would have been less ambiguous for the audience. That's, an, that's another way to put it, yeah. Um, so let's retake this whole thing. Let's go back to the beginning, and we will get it right as to how much of the <laughs> series Lost you've seen. What was your favorite part of Lost? Um, <clears throat> the very first episode was the very favorite part of it. Let's Most see. expensive pilot ever filmed to that yeah. point. Now, of course, it's been surpassed by your Kickstarter sucks episode one. <laughs> Obviously, the majority, so. <laughs> the majority of it going to the sound, the other two wardrobes, right. Um, right. which big waste in retrospect. <laughs> of course, the beer budget was pretty high on that one. Yeah. Um, well, God forbid, if you've ever gone back and listened to the first five episodes of the show, I wouldn't recommend it, but I know that a lot of people do and enjoy it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I know you haven't, Mike. I certainly have not gone back and revisited those because I just don't like hearing myself or th- thinking my own thoughts or anything like that. It's uncomfortable for me. Yeah, and I can see that because um, I also don't like uh, hearing you speak or hearing your thoughts or anything like that. Um, yeah, I've never gone back and listened to them. I'll never do that. So a bad advertisement for this, but I would say uh, definitely go check out the archives of YKS, iTunes, uh, not Spotify. Can't get on Spotify for some reason. The gatekeeper over at Spotify is not a YKS fan, but we're on Stitcher. It's kind of cool to let everybody know where they can get the podcast while they're listening to it. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of a, a good bit. Bit. This is your first episode. This is a bit we do. Always doing this. Where? And you'll see, you'll, you won't find any uh, evidence of that going backwards because we've edited it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kind of a cool game we're playing, augmented reality. Well, Mike, it's been 50 episodes. Can you believe we've gotten this far? Did you think we'd make 50? No. How many did you think we would make? Uh, One. <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Maybe we should have stopped at one. I don't know. But uh, this is like all I've got going on right now, so I think it's probably okay that we're doing this. Yeah. I mean, exactly. What else are we going to do? 
Um, well, uh, thanks everybody for, uh, tuning in, for downloading, for, uh, giving us that old iTunes review. Uh, just in celebration, I will point out that, uh, the movie I'm watching tonight. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, what? <clears throat> no, then I was just thinking it would be really funny if I recorded a podcast, uh, just kind of in the background of this room and I was watching stuff on TV and just like yelling across the room. Like couldn't even be right. bothered to walk over to the chair. Yeah. Cause your room's just not set up for it. You yeah. Know? What do, what do people want? Really? This is just a diversion for us. It's definitely not my whole life and <laughs> essentially my entire career <laughs> watching Sherlock Holmes, uh, with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Um, Pretty good flick. I don't have uh, I don't have Book of Shadows, uh, but I'm you know what I'm gonna grab it because it's a fun little sequel. You ever seen these? Never. What are they? Is this Sherlock Holmes film? Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. It's actually a famous uh, book. I don't know if you ever read it. Good lord, no. Yeah, yeah. they're making book. They're making movies into books. Well, I think maybe just reverse that, and you'll probably have a yeah better idea i think what's cool sometimes they do is they take a book and they turn it into a movie and then they do what's called the novelization of the movie yeah you're just selling the book again <laughs> yeah like i already read this actually i read the better version of this <laughs> and i guess read the novelization and they can turn that into a comic book and it's like hey what the frick how many times do i need to see the old spider-man uncle ben storyline yeah you know? and plus uncle ben i thought that guy made rice now you're talking about he's getting killed in a robbery and that's the kind of observations we have here on YKS. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're, we're a little bit looser since it is the, the, the big number 5-0. Uh, we're celebrating. It's kind of like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Sometimes in Times Square, they'll do the big ball drop for New Year's, uh, for the new year. Yeah, for the new year. They'll have all the celebrities there. They'll have a b- big show. They'll have the fireworks. They'll have the songs, the dance. Everybody's like, wow. parade. we're so happy. We're all out here and everything, you know? Oh, yeah. And then the people are all out there wearing diapers as well because yeah. they can't move, you know, and really all it would take is one guy with an axe to grind and, you know, a couple of, a couple of destructive implements and I mean, but anyway, it's not the point, but it's kind of it's kind of similar to that, I think, in that all the stars are here tonight. Yeah. Uh, we've got a big show for you. I know you're going to love it. Uh, Mike, uh, off microphone, uh, Mike was telling me how uh, excited he is about this show, how happy he <laughs> is to be here, um, how thrilled he is to finally be doing it. We've been anticipating episode 50 for what seems like 25 episodes at this point, Mike. Yeah. I've been looking forward to it. I got I had the tattoo a long time ago. And everybody's like, what's that tattoo about? And I'm like, you'll find out. Right. Now they know. <clears throat> now they know. It's not your age. It's actually the number of episodes we've done to this point. Yeah. Because you kind of look like an old man. <laughs> an old piece of shit. Uh, well, quick, you know, just because it is a, a, a wonderful uh, milestone episode doesn't mean we don't have business to take care of at the top of the show. So let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, we do want to announce the winner of our toaster contest, which I think is what we called it. Yeah. Uh, the winner of our first toaster contest is Jacob. So congratulations to Jacob. 
uh, who wrote in correctly with uh, the guest as to what day of the week we recorded some episode from the past. He guessed that day of the week, and as his reward, he gets, um, I'm guessing, probably the cheapest toaster that Amazon has available would be my Oh, yeah, it's going to be a real piece of shit, JF. I'm not spending any money on these little worms. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'll get you something nice. It'll be nice. It'll be, you know what? It'll be unique. Maybe it'll be like a uh, like a Betty Boop toaster. Yeah. Doesn't have to be that. You kind of made a face. It doesn't have to be the <laughs> Betty Boop toaster, unless they do have it. In which case, I am going to insist that you send that. Um, and we also uh, just to just to keep cleaning up here, we do have a second winner of the toaster uh, giveaway contest, Mike. Yeah, the thing I invented uh, one week ago for some reason I don't remember why. We have another uh, winner of this, and I, when I saw it, I said, "What is this about?" And then I, yeah, the second did. thing you I said me. was, uh, uh, "We got to stop mailing people toasters. It's not funny anymore." Right. So, so this is the end of the toaster contest. Uh, there will be no trivia <laughs> questions for this episode, and plus, it's episode fifty. So, really, the toaster is the episode itself. Yeah. Um, the the winner of our second uh, second ever and final. A toaster giveaway is Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay wrote in with an answer to the trivia question from last week, which was, uh, what is the six-pack? A lot of people always ask, what's the six-pack? What is it? I can't figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. You guys don't do a good enough job explaining of what the six-pack is. Um, so uh, Lindsay wrote in. Uh, she says, the six-pack is the best part of JF's rockin' bod. Uh, I'm moving soon and could use a new toaster. Thanks. So um, Now, JF, a lot of people, real quick, yeah, um, couldn't I'll notice you picked this winner out of the many uh, that were that wrote in. Yeah, and can I tell you why, Mike? Why is that? Well, it's because I'm moving here soon, and I <laughs> respect Lindsay's need for a new toaster. I'm sort of thinking about changing up my toaster situation, yeah. but actually none of the podcasts that I listen to are running any toaster contests right now, so I feel like I'm kind of stuck with what I've got. I, uh, I thought it would have been because she said... You had a six-pack apps on yourself, but you said it was, like, random or whatever. Well, I think what I said was the moving thing. (laughs) I don't know that I said random. In fact, if we promised random, we might be in trouble uh, from the FBI, and I don't think they really have anything else going on right now, so they're probably going to crack down on us pretty hard. Uh, So congratulations to uh, Jacob and Lindsay. Jacob also uh, had a small request. He said... If you're giving me a shout-out, can you do it on the next free one so I can show my friends? Thanks. Um, so just want to say real quick that it is weird that you refer to the main episodes as the free ones. <laughs> that makes it sound like a coupon we throw at you when you walk into the grocery store. This is the show. Like, this is not the free show. This is not like when you fucking when Cinemax has a trial for a weekend yeah. so you can jerk off for a couple of days before Which you... Which is great. You know... Bite the, I mean, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. This is the show. This is the. This is YKS. And if you want to subscribe to the Patreon and get even more bonus uh, episodes of YKS uh, in your feed, and also it, quick uh, point uh, to note: if you need help downloading those episodes, in the past we have said that we will provide you with technical support as far as getting those episodes. Some people have a hard time with it, so uh, if you want to do that, it's uh, Patreon.com/slash Your Kickstarter Sucks. And all that we ask is you not refer to the actual show as the free one. Kind of disrespectful. So, uh, shout out to Jacob. 
Now, Mike, moving on, mm-hmm. um, we do have something really, really special that I think people are going to love so much. Uh, this kind of serves a dual purpose as far as I'm concerned, because on the one hand, you've got people who are like, wow, I can't believe it's been 50 episodes. And of course, it's been exactly 50 weeks as well. Um, there has never been a week where you've missed episodes. There definitely hasn't been multiple weeks where that's happened. So exactly one year minus two weeks ago today is when YKS started. And please don't look that up. Yeah. Um, they're going to, they're saying, I want to revisit all my old, you know, my favorites, all my favorite moments from the show. All the, all the great shows have those clip shows to remind you of how great the show is while you're watching the show. It's kind of like a commercial for the show. It's kind of genius. On our yeah. part, it's like a, uh, like I said, a commercial for the show you're watching. Absolutely, and people love nothing more than being advertised to, which is why we decided to do it. Uh, so we've got that coming up, but you know, I think the other people it's going to please, I think, because we're real people pleasers. Uh, it's going to be the people that are new to the show. Um, undoubtedly, this episode has already been written up in any of your favorite media outlets. Um, yeah, probably. Well, which ones do you think we're in right now? Variety. Yeah. Um, YM Magazine. What? Yeah. And Boy's Life. <laughs> Not familiar with a lot of Boy's those. Life did a whole spread on your boys, JF. And I don't like AB. when you say that boys have done a spread. All right. Well, then you um, didn't have to but take I will... it nasty. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. And we won't do that again for the next 50 episodes. That'll be the last time we ever do some kind of nasty stuff. <laughs> Uh, but I know that you guys are seeing this. You're saying, hey, how can I get caught up? I don't know if I have the time right now to listen to the last 49 episodes because I, I'm moving. Um, I've got my new toaster coming in. I've got a lot going on right now. I don't know if I'm going to be able to listen to all these past episodes. Yeah. So that's what this is for. This is to remind you, uh, if, you've, if you've been a listener in the past, of, of, of what's gone on. But if you're new to the show, hey, this is going to catch up to speed. We're going to catch you up on all the end jokes that we have, Mike. All of the the standard YKS bits, uh, and ref, you know, and, and give you a, a taste of what it was like to be here on this freaking ride we call a podcast. That's right, Jack. <laughs> so I think that's what people are really going to like. Uh, this is our big episode fifty spectacular. Um, I think you're going to be able to, if you're an astute listener, you're going to pick up on a couple of. Special guests, yeah. okay, uh, in these top five moments. Uh, this is the this is the top five. Maybe for episode 100, hey, what do you say, Mike? Maybe we'll do a top 10. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, what's great about this is you usually might catch some stuff you missed the first time just by listening to some of these great bits from the past. That's a great point, Mike, and I'm so glad you brought it up yeah. because I think a lot of people are going to be listening to this and going, now, hey, hang on just a minute, you know, but... That's part of the fun. Yeah. That's part of the fun. So unless you have anything else, I say let's kick back, let's relax, and let's let's listen to the top five moments as voted on by our panel of experts of the Your Kickstarter Sucks podcast. I mean, I don't see – you could start with one or even three, but I say let's start with five. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's do this. This one is called um, – got this written down here as the cowboy episode um and this comes from uh episode 27 uh we did this um long time ago it's a long time ago i kind of don't remember this um yeah so i don't know let's just kick it right to the the clip and um it's on here for a reason so um let's go ahead let's listen to 
Uh, number five on the countdown. Five. So, anyways, my my kids, they like cereal. They've uh, they eat cereal uh, every morning for breakfast. Um, we've got all kinds, Mike. We've got Fruit Loops. We've got cinnamon toast crunch. We've got cocoa pebbles. You know what? Uh, you know what? My all-time favorite. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. All-time favorite cereal is. Uh, by the way, do you hear all this uh, crazy cowboy shit going on uh, out here right now? Hmm? A bunch of like uh, cowboy shit in the background. You boys ain't from around here, are you? Um. No, okay, we're gonna have to cut this because I don't. No, I don't hear anything. Take your headphones off. Do you still hear it? No, I don't hear it anymore. It's just in the, uh, it's just the, oh, you know what? This is the, uh, cowboy episode. Oh, are we doing the cowboy episode Yeah, I now? forgot. We were doing the cowboy episode, so. Oh, well, okay. So, no, I don't hear it, but as long as it's coming through on the final track, I think we're fine, and we'll cut this, and we'll just make a marker right here, and, so anyways, you got Cookie Crisp, you got, uh, mm-hmm. well, you got Cocoa Rings, you got Chewy Snacks, you got Gummy yeah! Drops. Five. So, okay, it sounds like the reason I don't remember that one is because I think we cut it. Yeah, maybe. I think we cut that part from the episode, so I'm not sure how it got up on this, on the top ten, or the top five. Excuse, it's not even ten, it's five. It made it to the top five. Um, <clears throat> well, that's what the fans wanted, JF. They wanted to hear that cowboy episode. We put out that. Enough, yeah. <clears throat> we put uh, Enough people liked that gimmick um, that they voted in, even though we cut it from the episode. Yeah, um, it's crazy. But, uh. Hey, what are you going to do, you know? You'd, you'd think they'd vote for stuff that actually <clears throat> stayed in. Yeah. But, um, Don't think about it too hard, JF. Yeah, you'll tear the joke apart and it won't be funny anymore. So let's move on to number four. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, okay. I remember this one. This was uh, – this. we were really proud of this one. This is probably our biggest guest that we had so far. Uh, in the first 50 episodes, we were really surprised when we got this guest to sign on for the show, right? Do you remember this? I remember this vaguely. Uh, what episode was this? Do you remember? I want to say this was episode 9. I think this was very early on. In the, and that's why we were even more surprised we were able to book this guy. Um, uh, first live show uh, ever. We've never done a live show before. And, you know, you see all these podcasts now doing live shows. Um, you got know, like come town breaking in the money. Yeah. Come town does live shows. Chapo does live shows. We did live shows too. Kind of passe now to keep doing them, not to yeah. throw shade, but, uh, we did it back on episode nine, our first, uh, and we, we had, uh, what did we do there? We had, um, we did all that. We well, did this the, the laugh factory of the famous venue. Yeah. We did the live. We did the, we picked the kickstarters from the, Six pack. It's a thing. If you don't know what the six pack is, go back a little bit, re- rewind the episode. Yeah, we'll explain it there. We're not going to explain it anymore. That was the last time. But it's basically where we pick six kickstarters, <clears throat> and we uh, go through them and we talk about them or whatever. So that's basically the six pack. Um, no, we we had our first live show there. We we told jokes and we did the six pack live. Uh, did Q&A with the audience, played some games with them and everything. It was uh, a lot of fun. We even had a comedian there uh, doing stand-up, which is kind of cool. A lot of people are thinking right now, okay, this is Gary Anderson. Yeah. Um, so just want to get out in front of this. Sorry it's not Gary, uh, and sorry to Gary that he didn't make it. Um, 
if it was me, all five of these spots would be going to Gary, but you know, you got to do what the fans like. So, um, uh, enough, enough preamble. Let's get right into the clip. This is your number four clip. Uh, our very big guest. Four. Shut up! 50 years ago, you had your home tied down with a fucking fork up your ass! You can talk, you can talk, you can talk your brain now, motherfucker! Roll his ass out, he's 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 a Oh my god. It shocks you, it shocks you to see what's buried beneath your stupid motherfuckers. What was it called for? It's not called for you to hear on my ass, you cheap motherfuckers. You guys have been talking and talking and talking. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. This guy's going what's nuts. What's the matter? Is it too much for you to handle? Wow, Mike, that did not go well uh, at all. Yeah, bad uh, bad choice to book that guy on the uh, show. Not a good um, not a good look for him or us, for that matter, to have him on. Right, right. Yeah, pretty tough. Um, pretty tough. But it did make the list, um, and you got to respect that. So, uh, but now let's leave that in the past. Um, let's go on to our number three clip here, Mike. Um, what do you remember about this one? Uh, so this is when we first got our first, our very first sponsor. Now you, now you listen to the show and you listen to it, uh, you know, you listen to six pack or whatever. And if you don't know what the six pack is, uh, we explained it earlier in the show, but it's basically where you take six Kickstarters and we examine them and say whether or not they were good or not. Yeah. That's basically the six pack. Uh, we got our first sponsor back in the day. I think this is episode 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was for a baby's first condom, which is uh, right. uh, it's one of those startups. A pretty successful product by now. Yeah. Uh, but people forget back in the day, it actually might have been considered a little bit of a risk to take an ad from a company like that. Yeah. But I think, you know, history has proved us right. And so we're... And it's proved them right as well for believing in us. So... Um, so this is interesting. It's, it's actually not a bit, you know, in the sense that a lot of the stuff we do on here is jokes or, or information or whatever. This is just a straight up ad read that the people wanted to hear all over again. Mm-hmm. So, Do you want to read that or do you want me to read that? Cause I know that you, you were writing something down. Did you, do you want to read the ad for the baby condom? We should kick it to the clip of us having read the baby condom, right? Well, I thought we were going to. Um, I thought we were going to read the ad that they have now, then kick to the clip of us reading the ad then, and then kick back to us and say, and respond to that. Maybe, maybe too much. Maybe maybe. let's simplify it and just, let's just go to the clip. Let's just go to the, yeah, let's go to the clip. Uh, this is your number three, uh, YKS's first sponsor. Three. Well, Mike, now that we've got a break in the action, I wanted to talk to you about uh, our very first sponsor, uh, our new sponsor, near and dear to my heart. Um, I got a lot of experience with this brand, with this company. I'm really proud of our association with them. Um, it's called Baby's First Condom, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know uh, as a father, you might be uh, thinking to yourself, okay, what's the deal with this? 
what's the story with this? Well, basically, these guys got together. Uh, this is a small company, a startup. Um, just reading from the copy here. Started in a uh, garage um, out in Silicon Valley. Uh, that old story we've heard so many times. Uh, these guys are no different in that respect. But they are different in one respect. <laughs> and that is that they believe that all babies should be wearing condoms. Um, so, you know, all of the other condom companies, uh, we won't name names, of course, but you know the competitors. You know their names. You know that. It's Trojan. Nose there, Mike. It's Trojan. I hope, I hope Baby's First Condoms doesn't get us and, you know, doesn't doesn't breach this, this tear up this contract for that. Yeah. Um, all the other companies... They think, oh, you shouldn't. Oh, you shouldn't have a condom until you're a grown up. Yeah, you know. Oh, condoms are only for sex. Oh, condoms are only for penises. Okay, <laughs> look, you know, baby's first condom is here to think differently. They are disrupting the condom industry. Think outside the, the diaper. That, that's right. That's the tagline. Think outside the diaper. The way they're disrupting this industry right now is putting your baby first. And we're talking comfort. We're talking utility. We're talking lightweight. We're talking doesn't expire ever. We're talking free replacements. Jesus. We're talking everything you want from a condom company applied to the most precious little bundle of joy in your life. That's right. I'm talking about your baby. Mm-hmm. With baby's first condom, you know that your baby's in good hands, yours and ours. <laughs> uh, to try out baby's first condom, go on over to babiesfirstcondom.bz, <laughs> enter promo code YKSPOD at checkout, and we will send you uh, a free baby's first condom. And in that package, you're also going to get baby's first diaphragm as well. New product we're trying out here at baby's first condom. We promise that all the care that's been put into Baby's First Condom goes into Baby's First Diaphragm as well, and you're going to love it. Uh, so uh, it gets the YKS seal of approval. That's babiesfirstcondom.com, promo code YKSPOD. And um, not only is JF uh, a member, but he's also their number one client. Is that right? Of the Baby's First well, they don't, they don't rank their clients, Mike, but I will say I'm a passionate supporter of the brand. <laughs> Check them out, babiesfirstcondom.com. Three. Well, Mike, um, that almost kind of feels like going back in time and watching that first Apple ad where they throw the, yeah. what do they do? They throw the thing at the screen? Sledgehammer or whatever. It's a nod to 1984, a film uh, by George Orwell himself. Yeah, never heard of that guy. Film I don't that. know if he was a Windows guy or what, but... <laughs> Um, kind of cool to hear that now, knowing what the company has gone on to uh, accomplish. I don't know, kind of neat, just a little time capsule of where <laughs> we were at. So, thanks to everybody who voted that one um, up. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So we're down to the top two now, Mike. This is the big two, the peanut butter and jelly of the show, basically. Right? Yum yum. Give me some. And what do we have? What do we have next, JF? We're gonna. Oh, this is from way back in the archives. Yeah. This right. is one of the yeah. This one was a pretty deep cut. One of the earlier episodes that we ever did when we um uh, when we first uh, tried doing. So we try a lot of different things on the show. We do like a <clears throat> try out new bits or new theme songs or whatever. We try to keep it fun and interesting. And we tried to send a guy out to cover uh, local uh, 
air show, I think it was. And uh, yeah, right. And like I said, it's number two on the list. You guys voted for it, so it's the top YKS moment. Um, yeah, we uh, we had an intern for a while. Sent him out to Chicago, um, and uh, and from there he picked up an assignment uh, to go to New Jersey. So at this point, he was totally out of our hands. Uh, we had no idea what was going on, but he did kick that audio back to us when he was done, and um. I I don't know. You know, it was it was a rainy day. Um, I guess some stuff went wrong, um, but we did play it in its entirety uh, on the original sh- uh, episode. I believe this was episode three. We did this one on. A lot of these are from the early episodes. Almost like we kind of hit our stride early fell and kind of fell yeah. off. Yeah, so kind of weird. <laughs> Maybe vote for some recent ones, guys. Um, anyways, uh, I guess we can um, uh, we can go to that that clip right now. This is uh, your. Number two clip uh, from uh, from early in the archives. Two. It's practically standing still now. They've dropped ropes out of the nose of the ship, and uh, it's been taken a hold up down on the field by a number of men. The back motors of the ship are just holding it uh, just enough to keep it. It burst into flame. Wait, wait, get this started, get this started. It's right, and it's right. That was, uh, so we've had some, look, you got your ups and you got your downs on this show, right? And that was obviously one of the uh, lower times in the podcast, but, uh. Yeah, as fun as it was revisiting condoms for babies, I would say this one was a little bit less fun. Yeah, peaks, valleys, highs, and lows. Yeah. Right. Can't can't always be sunny days. You got to have some. I'm just going to keep doing that stuff. You just uh, (laughs) plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. Yeah. You got all those. Um, So that's tough. Um, But that's the number two. You liked that better than all the times we did funny stuff on here. You liked hearing that one better. So that's interesting. um, Kind of shows what kind of people you are. But yeah. Well. (laughs) So I guess uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's go right to the number one clip on the list, Mike. Here uh, it says this is from. Um, hmm, okay, uh, this is weird. It says here this is from uh, episode one thousand and twenty-seven. Hmm, interesting. Now, my understanding was that this is episode fifty. Yeah. So we've only done forty-nine of these to this point. This being the fiftieth one. That's a. That's kind of a do 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 X Files type right shit right? When you say well, I mean I don't know if it's yeah. It just it seems like this is taking place after all these episodes have already. T- uh, we've done fifth. We've done fifty of them. We've done fifty. And this is yeah. episode one thousand and some such. That doesn't make yeah. sense. Let's throw it in the VCR that you have over at your house 
and uh, let's take a, a watch to it. Okay, uh, the only thing I know what to do is just to, to play it. Um, let's check it out. This is your number one clip from episode 1,027. One. Wow, I can't believe it's been 10 years since the 50th episode of the Your Kickstarter Sucks podcast. Ten years, and and so so much yeah. has happened in uh, in that past decade. Yeah, so much. Uh, you guys came on board after the uh, unfortunate and mysterious death of my former co-host Jesse Farrar, and uh, I came on board your guys's game stream, and I'm on there too now. So, and I mean, they they both. I don't know if it's a coincidence, but they both kind of just exploded in popularity. Yeah. It's um, probably after that. probably probably not um, a coincidence. I mean, so, so much has happened in in the past ten years. Columbine two happened. We got we got to the we did all the schools and had to do Columbine yeah. again. It, that's crazy. Unfortunate. Well, I, I think uh, Mike and Rob. I, I think it's it's time for uh, number seven in the seven pack. So yeah, seven. Oh, that reminds me. Ten years ago, we used to call it the six pack. And uh, real quick, let me tell you guys a story. The reason why we called it the six pack was. Uh, there were six things in the six pack, and then you go over them, and that's basically it. So, uh, so that's it, and that's wonderful. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, I just got a text message on my iPhone twenty. One. Well, Mike, that was the top five. Uh, there were a lot of things that missed the cut. I'm going to go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Yes, there were some things that were great that didn't make it onto the top five. But there's only five. It's hard to pick. Yeah. You know, I don't blame the guys who had to sit down, and the women and people of color as well, that had to sit down and judge which were the best moments <laughs> uh, from this past year of podcasting. Honestly, it's a Herculean task. That had to have been tough. There's, what, 50 episodes? Good lord! Yeah, just about. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a uh, that's a bushel and a half of episodes. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot of episodes. So, so yeah, t- tough. For, um, tough job. Um, what was your What was your personal favorite moment? Was it any of the ones on the list, or did you have a moment that you loved that didn't quite make it uh, on the top five? Um, <clears throat> when we found out that you were impregnated by a horse um and you are going to raise it as its mommy uh that was an extremely powerful episode that i remember yeah yeah i think that one just narrowly missed the cut right yeah um what about absolutely what about you man what's your favorite moment? uh my favorite one was probably when we talked about like a drone or whatever <laughs> I think that was my favorite one where we talked about that and said how it wasn't very good. Um, that's just one of my favorite memories. I mean, everybody's, you know, yeah. everybody's different. But So that was cool. So thanks to everybody who has been listening for these past 50. Thanks to the judges who put that list together. Really appreciate that. Um, I hope, hope your favorite moment made it. But if not, hey, next time you're just going to have to vote even harder than you right, uh, didn't vote. Right this, in this and say what time. your favorite uh, oh, moment yeah. was. Yeah, what did we miss? Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know what we missed as far as your favorite YKS moment from the past 50 episodes. Um, but hey, the show must go on, Mike, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, before we get right into the six pack, which I, the concept of which I will explain in one moment, <laughs> um, I did want to talk about uh, a lot of people ask from time to time, people will say, hey, 
you know, you guys talk about all these bad Kickstarters. Was there any good ones you ever did see? Um, and that's they'll say it like that as well. And I will say that I did come upon one that I am actually legitimately excited about. Now, this is something that you have not uh, been aware of, which is so funny to me because of the <laughs> fact that it originates from the the grand old dame of New York, New York, the yeah. city that you're famous for being from, right? Yeah, that old that old bitch, New York, is what they say. I find that New York, in so many ways, um, you know, when it comes to the films of that city, yeah, I find that New York itself is a character in a lot of those films. Yeah, uh, like of course, it's... traditionally characters are people, but you know, but when I'm watching say rain over me you know the adam sandler uh film uh or, i really feel so moved or like little nicky little Ni- oh little nicky or big daddy even yeah i think any of those films just goes to show how new york can also put on a face yeah you know and yet it's not in the of, credits isn't that interesting it, it was special thanks yeah maybe? new york city as herself Right. Oh, know. my God. First line. First line in <laughs> New York City, Esther. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Um, this is one I really did like uh, uh, completely sincerely. Uh, this is called I Will Never Give Up, and this is uh, by Mike Young. Uh, now, if you if that name doesn't ring a bell, that's fine. You still may be familiar with the uh, subject material here, which is uh, an, uh, he's an older guy, and he sings in the subway. So if you've been on Reddit, if you've been on, I, don't, I guess Dig doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Fark probably doesn't exist anymore with any relevancy. So I'm kind of running out of websites that I know of. But if you've seen Twitter, what was it? The Facebook. <laughs> That's the two. Just naming websites. Uh, this guy has some absolute pipes, and he'll go down into the subway. Sometimes he's got a guitar accompaniment, sometimes not. And he's singing just these absolute classics. He's singing Gladys Knight, he's singing Marvin Gaye. Um, he's just belting this stuff out with real soulful, uh, songs, uh, really talented guy. I don't know a lot about his story, but I do know that, um, he had a record contract when, uh, he was a young kid. Like, I mean, we're talking like, like Michael Jackson age. Like he was in his teens, his early teens when he got his, uh, start, but you know, uh, stuff happens. Um, and sometimes these guys fall by the wayside, but there's no doubting this guy's talent. Um, I think this guy deserves the chance to put out an album. Um, he's got a lot of talent, and I'd like to see what he can do with it. Um, I, there's probably a lot of buskers in the subway, Mike. I, I've never seen any. What's your experience with guys down there? So like rats, just filthy rats crawling all over the place. I mean, this guy's good. <laughs> no, they, they, uh, there are a lot of buskers, and that's the nice part about one of the nicer parts about living up there was uh, people sure. just playing music and stuff. Um, people doing like. Did you ever? Did you ever stop and toss a couple of bucks in there? Or? No, too proud to do that. For you, it's not about the money because you're a very generous person. But oh, it's 100 yeah. percent about the awkwardness of stopping. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, I could like find something to lean on, look at my phone, but I'm not going to like stop and like stare at somebody. <laughs> right. So, but this well, it sounds like good, you got though. your priorities in order as usual. <laughs> um, can you, do any of them stand out? Like I can see, I, I can see in my mind's eye videos I've seen 
uh, people playing like the violin, which is so strange to me. That doesn't really seem like an appropriate subway instrument. Yeah, put somebody's eye out with it or something. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, was there anything weird down there? Like, like, uh, well, what about three card Monty? Yeah, I didn't see that at all. I think they're I think they're pretty strict about it. Like, um, I don't know. I lived in Brooklyn for like three years. I don't know. Didn't really get. Uh, <clears throat> didn't really get down at the subway very often. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't afford it. There's goddamn MTA fees over there. No, I don't know if that's true or not, so I can't go. riff on it. People who just paid like the MTA stuff, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, that's right." He's right. About doesn't that. it seem like you could? Don't you pay like one time? You pay like thirty dollars, and then you can just ride it as much as you want. I think it was like thirty dollars, uh, maybe like fifty dollars a month. I forget, yeah. but and then it's all you can ride. Um, yeah, I think. I forget. And you can swipe your card and like let a hobo go in behind you, and there's no problem. <clears throat> you can do that, and I have done that, but they will bust you for it because you're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah, you're not supposed shoot to like you where you stand. That's crazy. They're not. You're not supposed to like pay for people's rides or something. It's so stupid because you, you're not paying for it though. You're just getting it on the house because you already paid. Yeah. Oh, you mean like a, you mean like holding the door open or what are you talking? I don't think you know how the subway system works, JF. Well, I think I've admitted that I don't know how it works. (laughs) I assumed it was like a little turnstile, and you could swipe it as many times as you wanted to just go right on through. You do, but you have to pay for it every time or whatever. If it's unless it's an unlimited, yeah, unless it's an unlimited, then you can. Oh, it's like there's like a time limit on it. I think I forget, dude. This is many years ago, but uh, not that many. I don't think you could like swipe it in succession. So this is uh, Mike Young. Uh, I say go on there and support him. He's got forty-eight grand of seventy-five grand to go with uh, with twenty-nine days to go. Rather, uh, this guy—he's been viral so many times on YouTube, on scritch, scritchy, on other sites. Yabagool. Struggling to figure out other sites <laughs> that there are. Scrumpy. <laughs> he's been on all of them. Uh, he's got an amazing voice. Uh, if we can, just for a second, I'd like to play a small clip. Of Mike Young singing, so you can uh, you can see I'm just not busting your balls here. I'm telling you the honest to god truth. Before we get into the ones that are really really bad, and I'm gonna be honest with you, the ones in this six pack are really fucking bad. Uh, so I felt like I had to balance that a little bit with this good one. I think this one's legitimately good. So uh, with that being said, here's a little bit of Mike Young. Uh, so uh, check out his music. Maybe it's a 
All right. So now that you've heard him, Mike, do you remember hearing him when you were in the subway? I don't remember him at all. <laughs> but it was it was good. It was good. It was good, right? And you and I kind of like this same kind of stuff, like yeah, podcasting. We have that in common. Podcasting. We like this where we just talk to each other, just kind of hang out. Yeah. Um so that's one that I liked. But now it's time for the six pack, Mike. Uh the six pack. Yeah. Where do I begin? Yeah, how do we even, you know? Oh. <laughs> All right. Imagine six things. Can you do that? JF? Imagine six things in your I'm mind. I'm there. Okay. I'm there. <clears throat> now, uh these six things are called packs, right? Look, sure. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what the goddamn thing is. I'm taking a stab in the dark here. It's been 50 episodes. I will say we've sort of been improvising for most of the six pack. Kind of flying by the seat of our pants a little bit on what this thing is. Careful listeners will notice from week to week, it seems to be, hey, sometimes it's six things. Sometimes it's also just about six things. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it it takes a little bit of a time to do it, and sometimes it's the main part of the episode. And you know what? Everything in between is basically fair game for this for this uh, segment. But still, I feel like we have to do it. I feel like people expect it. People want it. They need it. <laughs> you know, that's the good shit. It's the six pack. We got six kickstarters here for you. Let me kick it off if you don't mind. Do you mind if I hop in here? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. This is number fifty. Can I just take the reins a little Jesus, bit? Jesus, you're fired up like a goddamn you know thing that gets fired up a lot. What could be fired up? Let's name all the stuff. <clears throat> Ovens. I guess that's it, really. That's pretty much it. The first thing I want to say, we're leading off here with, this is a lead-off home run. This is called the Meme Restaurant. Oh, yeah. How could you not? This is the Meme <laughs> Restaurant. A lot of people would close with this because it's the just the gall-darn silliest thing I ever did see. But for me, this is what we're leading off with. Um, so this is a gag, I guess. Yeah. I thought, I, but it, I, uh, you, you don't think there's any level of seriousness to this at all? Though. No, not at all. This is stupid. Well, <laughs> it is stupid, but I think they would do it if they got the money. Uh, right now they've got $4.20, no significance to that number, I'm sure, pledged of $350,000, two backers, 42 days to go. Uh, so you still got time to get in on this. The bottom level pledge is $5,000. <laughs> you get, you get a certificate and free food for your entire family for 20 visits to the meme restaurant. 20 visits. Jeez Louise. 20 visits. So what's 5,000 divided by 20, Mike? I know you're going to know that off the top of your head. Yeah, I will I will know that. What did you say again? Can you repeat it? Because I it's forgot what you said. $250. So uh, $250, yeah, 250 per bucks. visit. Sorry, I think there's a delay in our, our recording software. Yeah, that's the issue. Um 250 bucks a visit if you take your family out. That is one spicy meatball as far as uh, how many uh, dollars it should cost to take your family out to eat. Mike, I've got two kids. I've got a wife as well. I know you're lagging a little bit behind in that department, um, but <laughs> I would like to go out to eat and spend about $40 if I could. Yeah. What do you think about that? $40, the perfect amount of money to spend, right? <laughs> it really is. It's that sweet spot. <laughs> Um, but this one says 250 bucks. That's fine. You can also do 8,000. You can be there opening day. Uh, maybe I think 
the idea is to put this in Temecula, California, which most of us will probably be going to anyway, just for various <laughs> reasons. Um, but this one, I, the reason I think this is serious is because if they just put this up and did a silly video, that would be the end of it. But they also did like do a sketch of the inside of the restaurant. Oh man! They they did a menu mock up. Um, they also did this very long historical explanation of how. Sure, we don't have any uh, experience in the restaurant industry, but guess what? Our family does. So it looks here like their um, their great grandmother. And great grandfather ran a restaurant. Oh, that's all um, you need, pretty much. It's so it's in their blood, of course. Yeah. Um, in Chicago, it's called uh, the Commodore. Their their father. <laughs> so these are kids, shockingly. Uh, so I'm just busting on some kids' ideas right now, and that's fine <laughs> to do. I'm 30. I'm a kid at heart, so they're technically my peers. Uh, their father ran a pizza restaurant and is a master beer brewer. Um, but they still need. Uh, $350,000 to pull it together, which makes sense. Um, and they do have a real menu here, as I alluded to. Here's some of the stuff you can eat at the Meme Restaurant, should it ever come to pass. Uh, Mike, I know your head is spinning right now with all the possible the possibilities for this. Yeah. Um, we've got the Execute Hors d'Oeuvre 66. Uh, uh, yeah. Did you get that? I got it. Is that a meme? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a meme or not. It's a Star Wars reference. It's a Star Wars. Re- uh, order sixty six is from the prequels where uh, the chancellor they're, gives. Yeah, the they're the chancellor's the chef, and he's saying make order sixty six, and it's a burger and fries, and Chewie's like, huh. <laughs> I don't think Chewie's there for order sixty six. Whatever. Uh, but like, uh, Kit Fisto gets his face blown in by a laser blaster. Uh, but that meal is um, shrimp cocktail, which I think that's just, I'm not sure that really doesn't, there's not a lot of shrimp cocktail in the Star Wars universe. Uh, then you've got Lord of the Onion Rings. So as you might imagine, that would be onion rings. It says one does not simply order just one. Play on the one does not simply walk right. into Mordor by... Right. Legolas in Lord of the Rings 2. I had it. I had it there for a while at the beginning. Well, it's Aragorn who says it. Uh, I believe it would. It's in Fellowship of the Rings. Got a lag on here. (laughs) Uh, Then, of course, you've got Pickleless Cage, which is fried pickles with a choice of dipping sauce. Uh, Nicholas Cage is kind of a meme just by his face. Uh, those are ten, nine, and eight dollars respectively. So far, the most expensive restaurant I've ever eaten at. Um, of course, you got desserts as well. You've got the Rick Roll, red velvet cheesecake, which seems to be a misunderstanding of rolls, uh, red velvet, and cheesecake all together in one thing. You've got chocolate rain, self-explanatory. Then you've got the PP AP. Have you ever seen that? The pen pineapple apple pen? No. Never seen it. What is that? Well, I I mean, like anything else, I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's some guy saying pen, pineapple, apple, pen. And it's like a guy holding a pen, you know. That's, that sounds uh, crazy. I think people are liking this, so I'm going to keep reading the menu. God. For lunch and dinner, you've got somebody touching my spaghetti, which is spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, you've got the Haram burger, uh, yeah. which is Harambe. 
Yeah. It says it's a quarter Angus <laughs> burger on sesame seed bun, but you got to pony up another dollar for cheese if you want that. It's going to be a $12 cheeseburger. Well, of course, Haram cheeseburger would just be stupid. So yeah. they're not going to do that. That makes no sense, right? <laughs> then you've got the Cash Me Outside Street Tacos. Uh, you can have chicken or fish, but steak is a $2 upcharge. It's good to know that they figured all this out in advance. Definitely makes sense at this part uh, to be thinking about what the upcharge for steak would be over fish. Um, the Idiot Sandwich, which is a BLT. I'm not sure what I... I don't think I know what Idiot is. And you've got the Trololo Fat Salad. It says it's a, uh, under five... Oh, they've, it's a part of their fit menu. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of the old guy with the drinks that he's carrying on the tray. Uh, drinks, of course, you've got soda. It looks like they've already negotiated the Coca-Cola contract because they, <laughs> they list Coke products instead of Pepsi. They are $3, so it seems high for me. That does seem uh, then high. Then they've got the, the Kofivi coffee. Mm, yeah, that's good. And then uh, a tea. Now here we go. we got juice bar. It's, uh, it's, this is the important couldn't, thing to know about up, the meme couldn't, restaurant. Couldn't come up with anything for tea. Just tea. Just, a, just stumped them on that, huh? They thought of yeah. uh, Kofif coffee, but nothing for tea or soda. What's your tea pitch? <clears throat> tea bag? Mr. T is a meme. Mr. Mr. T, T yeah. ate my balls. There we go. Booyah. That's so good. Maybe I should just reach uh, out to these guys and partner with them. Consult. Uh, so the, the important thing to note about this restaurant is that it's a combination restaurant and juice slash milkshake bar. Um, you know, milkshake bars, uh, the thing that I would kill for, but that is actually not real. Uh, so under the juice bar, they've got a, do you know, da Huey, which is a, that's like a recent meme Yeah, that I think has racist undertones. So v- VR chat. People just walking around doing Nigerian accents. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that one too much. Then you've got the emperor Pulpatine and that's uh orange juice. Yeah. Uh, then you've got the LOL, which is lots of lemon, maybe like a lemonade. And then on the shake side, uh, this will be the end of it here. This is the last section on the menu. Uh, they have more shakes than they do meals. Just Jesus to point Christ. that out, which is fine. <laughs> the shakes, you've got the Tide Pod shake, which is vanilla with orange and blue swirl. I'm sure Tide would have no problems with that. Uh, then you've got the, the PBJ time, peanut butter jelly from a long, long time ago, if you remember that. Yeah. Uh, then you've got Nyan, which the Nyan Cat. This is a Pop Tart shake. Uh, then you've got the Scumbag Shake. Scumbag Steve, I think, is the referent there. Yeah. Finally, you've got Forever Alone, which is Oreo, Fudge, and Chocolate Cake Shake. So, um, you know, I, there are lots of problems with this. I'm not going to do all of them. But I will say that it doesn't make sense to me that shakes would be $5.00. And onion rings would be nine dollars. Feels like we've got some price. That's the only. Uh, that's the only problem you see with it. No, I, I'm not. I want to give the impression it's my only problem with it. Yeah, I would say maybe three hundred fifty thousand dollars to some teenagers to open a meme restaurant is sort of a big problem on its face. <laughs> but their grandparents were both uh, in the restaurant business, so. Yeah, and they loved memes also. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I don't have I don't have high hopes for the meme restaurant, especially when it's just called meme restaurant. I think we'd probably come up with something better than that if we wanted to. Um, interesting that the one thing besides tea to escape 
the memification here is the restaurant's name itself. But I guess maybe we're just sort of tilting at windmills here. Good luck um, to these guys, I say. Yep. Uh, Jordan commented on this uh, 20 minutes ago. He says that this is a terrible idea. So there are going to be some naysayers out there always looking for an opportunity to crap on your dreams. But Bound to happen. Don't uh, let it get you down. Well, so what do you got for us, Mike? Um, I got a real uh, doozy and a half for you. Doozy do. Um, hey, one doozy would be enough. This is called the shower garbage can, JF. Um, you know how when you're in the shower and you're eating a uh, fudge sickle and you have the wrapper all over your hand because you don't want to get the ice cream on your hand. Right. Um, and then you finish up your fudge sickle and you got chocolate all over your face and everything. Um, sure. And you're like, God damn it, I got to put this stick in this wrapper someplace. Because um, no, of the stick and the wrapper, yeah. Yeah. And so you can just deposit that in this shower garbage can. It's a it's a garbage can to keep all the shower garbage consolidated. Hair, old razors, empty soap boxes, and plastics. And you just stick that thing in your shower and have it there with you all the time. I, I, I honestly can't think of anything better than having garbage with me when I'm trying to get clean. Um, <laughs> so what, what, what possible issue could you have had with this? Um... It's a very bad idea, I think. Because <laughs> why wouldn't you just why wouldn't you just put the stuff uh, when you're finished showering? Just um, open the shower curtain back up and just reach on in there and then uh, throw it away while you're in there. Why would you keep it in the shower uh, with you all the time? Well, let's well okay. So let's break it down. What do you do when you when you generate shower trash? What's what's your method? What how do you deal with it? Um. So when I finish showering, I exit the shower, I dry my body off, JF, um, and then I grab the thing. Now this I'd like to see. And then I grab the thing that was out and I throw it away. And then now do you – so I'm assuming you open up the shower door again and then toss it back into the trash can that you have in the shower. Is that right? Um, <clears throat> so I don't think – I don't know if I'm explaining it incorrectly or if um, – if you're not hearing me, but uh, I just take it on out of there and throw it in the trash can um, in the bathroom. The normal trash yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I do. So I guess what you're saying here is that this product is maybe a little redundant due to the fact that you can just have trash cans wherever you want and they don't have to be exactly <laughs> where the trash comes from? Yeah. Well, my gripe with it was you can just use uh, – you can just take your bathroom trash can into the shower with you. I mean why would you – I mean – Mm, okay. Why would I get a whole nother trash can? Doesn't make sense. I would say this is my this is my rule of thumb. I would just say don't take anything into the shower with you ever. Yeah. Unless the stuff that is in the shower needs to be there. But then it's like a barrier. Like don't cross it unless you're taking trash out. Or unless you're eating a fudge sickle. You wow. can do that. That's fine. Once you're in there with the fudge sickle, your hands are kind of tied as to what you have to do with it from there. <laughs> You know, sometimes I'll have a beer in the shower. I'll say that. Yeah. It's it's luxurious. It's unnecessary. I mean, it's not even that great because you're hot as hell and you're wet. You get the water all over it. But it just kind of seems like a, a cool relax re- relaxation technique I like to employ. I like to do the same thing with a, a 12-inch marinara sub from Subway restaurants. 
bread's just getting all wet, <laughs> falling. Well, the good thing about ordering from Subway is the bread is already wet when you get the sandwich, <laughs> so that shouldn't that should actually not be a problem when you're eating a meatball sub from there. Well, this is crazy. What is the what? What are the prospects on this thing getting made? Yeah, this will never happen uh, ever. Probably, it's uh, zero dollars of the eighty thousand dollar goal to make the uh, trash. A little can. high, maybe. Yeah, but you got fifty six days to go, so who knows? You know, Stranger Things have happened, JF. And if you like Stranger Things, uh, season two is now on Netflix. Also sponsored. Now, have you seen that? I have not seen that at all. I have no desire to. Have you? Yeah. Hmm. Well, like I said, I'm about to get ready to watch it. So, well, let me know what you think. <laughs> the shower garbage can. Uh, did you did you say how this is a just a normal can that has like an insert? Yeah, it's uh. So that's the idea, right? To uh, so you don't have like a bag in there with you. You got uh, it's like a suction cup. Um, what, what what's comparable to this that exists right now? A little cup organizer thing that you stick on the. I don't fucking know. It's got a suction cup on it, sticks to the wall of your shower, and it's got a little net thing in there. But uh, still, that's it's kind of weird. Then you've got a bucket full of water that will eventually pull itself off the shower wall. Yeah, right? exactly. You got to remember to maybe it's got a hole in the bottom. We're just improving this guy's product that we already said was bad. <laughs> well, because you're sort of it's sort of between a rock and a hard place here, which almost makes you wonder whether it's even worth it to throw your trash away in the shower. Yeah, because you want to catch little things like razor caps or your pecker or yeah. band aids or, or. I think we got that d- delay happening. Not my pecker, and but you're also going to want to capture big wet things like a shampoo <laughs> bottle or your ass. Um. So you can't make it you can't make the mesh so wide that it'll let the small things go through but also at the same time you you can't have just a bunch of water piling up everywhere so he solved this by putting the laundry basket style mesh rack inside the solid can but all that does is let the little shit fall into the bottom of the big soupy mess that the basket is going to create and then without an easy draining solution you're just going to have to, what, pull it off the wall every time? I mean, fuck it. It's just stupid to begin with, but the execution of it's not even good. And plus, it's the thing it's talking about, like, uh, hair or whatever. You don't want to pick hair out of this, like, mesh. Bad design on this guy. Yeah, so it essentially looks like a laundry basket. So imagine yeah. pulling a bunch of wet hair out of the drain and throwing it in your laundry basket. Does that make it easier to deal with for you? Because for me, it sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. This guy says, uh, I like to think of things that can help people in his bio. So we're just crapping on him. Just cr- Aaron? Yeah. Just fuck you. <laughs> the official YKS fuck you to Aaron, yeah. inventor of the shower garbage can. $80,000. <laughs> hey, you could buy a vintage Corvette. <laughs> you really could. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So I mean, that's a down payment on a hell of a house or the entire payment of a not that good of a house, um, yeah, like, depending on where you live in the world. Like your house. What's that? Uh, I said that goddamn delay is acting up. <laughs> what do you got uh, next for us, JF? Oh, baby. Well, we just talked about throwing away $80,000. 
What if you wanted to throw away a slightly smaller amount of money? You'd almost have no options. I'm listening. <laughs> that is until I explain to you this concept, which is the DJ Hoof $50,000 capital raise. Now, I know what you're thinking. What's DJ Hoof? Why is he called DJ Hoof? What is a capital raise? This doesn't even sound like a Kickstarter. What are you talking about? I'm freaking hungry, and where do I throw away my trash while we're in the shower together? Yeah. So, I can't answer all those questions, okay? But what I can tell you is that DJ Hoof is also known as Brian Hoof Vanderhoof, okay? Gotcha. And the DJ is like a disc jockey of sorts. Um, this guy says here, The $50,000 I'm seeking is seed money to launch my mobile DJ slash radio production company into a full-time venture. To accomplish this, a massive marketing campaign is needed, plus additional equipment. I have a full business plan and financial projections done that I can send to seriously interested funders. Once the basic mobile operation is up and running smoothly, I will then finish the business plan. So, okay, not finished. Uh, (laughs) And seek funding, so more funding, to open a spring break style party resort on the beach in either Treasure Island or St. Pete Beach, Florida. The, biz- the biggest issue I've had, as far as risk and challenges go, is adequate funding to blast my name out to the public and make myself known. My DJ work speaks for itself. The funding will allow me to do all the necessary marketing channels. So... The only pledge you can make on this is $100 for a Wyland Spring Break 2018 mixtape. You can get an autographed CD copy of his upcoming Wyland Spring Break mixtape. So this guy is a DJ who does not have a mixtape, <laughs> which seems like it would be trivial to produce for a DJ. <laughs> Didn't um, have the time. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't put it together. He's too busy DJing. DJing. Yeah. He also appears not to have the equipment. Uh, or the business plan, or the money, or the fame, because his number one challenge is that he's not famous. Yeah. So, kind of hard to figure out where this guy actually is in the process, Um, but he does want $50,000 to spend on, I guess, like... Well, you know what? I'm not actually sure, because I'm not sure that I've ever seen an advertisement for a DJ. So if his idea is... I'm going to buy a lot of posters and stick them up around the country. Yeah. And then people will know about me being a DJ. Boy, that's hard for me to understand (laughs) as a concept. Um, Uh, But as a peek into this guy's world a little bit, um, if you do check out his other Kickstarters, he has one other one. It's called Pop Culture That Matters. Uh, This was not funded. Uh, This was $0 of $20,000. Uh, wherein uh, Mr. Vanderhoof wanted to produce a radio show. He says, The goal for this show is to syndicate it, not only to internet radio outlets, but to to traditional... Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. He's losing it. The goal for this show is to syndicate it, not only to internet radio outlets, but to traditional FM sticks as well. It's geared for PM drive time and can work with any young demo targeted 18 to 34. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's freedom oriented. He says, think Alec Jones. Alex Jones meets Howard Stern meets Ryan Seacrest. Holy shit. It's, yeah. And this didn't get funded, just to be clear. Oh, my God. It's designed to wake people up and grab their attention. My goal is to get people that normally only concern themselves with celebrity gossip or sports 
to think about other things that actually affect their lives. Need startup funds for several things. First, a few more pieces of equipment are needed to polish the show and make it professional. Um, so he doesn't have any video editing programs. He doesn't have a way to take calls. He doesn't have a uh, mixing console. Also, he needs to hire an agent uh, because he thinks the agent will allow him to get the show onto the radio and to internet outlets. So he has no idea how to produce a show onto the internet at all. Oh, boy. Um, and then the agent will get him sponsored for the show. Finally, he needs services like professional web design and hosting. So he can't figure out how to host his own website either. So that one didn't get funded. Then I guess he decided, okay, radio's dead anyways. I'll just become a mobile DJ and start a spring break business. Now, I can't tell you how funny his profile picture is, so you're going to have to search it out for yourself. Yeah, I thought, I thought, DJHoof.com. I thought it was a fake when I first saw it. It looks like a Tim and Eric yeah, character. This, yep. Yep, it does. Uh, it does say that right now, I mean, you've, he's got his whole bio here, which is uh, hilarious. He's sponsored right now by uh, BTT 2.0, which sounds like a cryptocurrency, but actually is a vitamin. It's Beyond Tangy Tangerine 2.0. Citrus Peach Fusion is his sponsor right now. <laughs> why are, why aren't we day. sponsored by DT, BTT 2.0? I, why don't, I don't we don't have a vitamin sponsorship? Well, he's also sponsored by Sozo Coffees. Dude, I uh, it's the I look. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Wait, no, I haven't heard of it. <laughs> it sounded like you had a anecdote about Sozo coffees. <laughs> yeah, my uncle introduced me to Sozo coffee. Did you know that? This made up <laughs> made up an anecdote on the spot. Kind of brilliant. My uncle, who's always on the go, and if you've ever <laughs> met him, you know he's always got a smile on his face and a burst of energy that can light up the room. How does he do it? It's with Sozo coffees. The world's healthiest coffee infused with the actual coffee berry. You'll find no other coffee like this anywhere else, uh, which is always a good indication that it sucks major ass. <laughs> but anyways, those are his two sponsors right now. I looked at his uh, Twitter, and uh, oh he mainly posts from uh, – I feel like I'm doxing this guy, but it's all out there. Um, yeah. He mainly posts to Instagram, but cross-posts it to Twitter. Um, so all of his shit is like uh, – Quicken Loans Gala After Party about to jump off. Scratch events at Orlando World Center Marriott. Oh, boy. Or uh, <laughs> dropping hits at the KMA Network Business Expo. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's so bad. He also made the mistake of including an availability calendar on his website. And if you just click through that, you will see that he is available for every day in the future. So... Uh, just let him know if you need him ever at any point, uh, and he will be there. So, boy, this guy really bums me out, but is a very funny character, I think, as well. Um, I don't think this one's going to happen. Uh, I disagree with his assertion that his DJ work speaks for itself, because uh, apparently he doesn't have any DJ work, does not have a mixtape. Well, let me stop you there real quick. Uh, okay. 21st of October, he posted Family Fun Day about to jump off at Tampa Museum of Art, so... Got some experience well, under the belt. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Um, it does look like if you click on his equipment page on his uh, on his website, yeah, it looks like he does have four speakers. So, 
So I would say he's basically already there. Um, just 50,000 to knock him over the edge there. Just to get him over that, uh, over that hump. This is cool. One of his, he does have a couple of mixes. For some reason, he didn't think it would be prudent to put these into a mixtape format that people could enjoy if they wanted to give him a lot of money. But uh, one of his mixes on Mixcloud on his webpage, uh, the little icon for it is the Futurama Fry where he's squinting. Yeah. He's not sure if serious. <laughs> but it says, let me guess, club going up? <laughs> so club memes are a thing. Maybe that could be in the meme restaurant. Who knows? <clears throat> Anyways, that's DJ Hoof. Um. JF, you love French fries, right? And potato chips and popcorn and all that shit? I don't like popcorn, but the other two I'm on board with. You love this. This is uh, this is called Spud Lights. It's uh, healthy French fries, potato chips, and popcorn for dogs. It's uh, all natural, no preservatives, gluten-free dog treats. And they're uh, in the shape of uh, French fries and popcorn and everything. <laughs> So just to be clear, the French fry product is different than the popcorn product. Yeah, totally different product here. Four different products. Um, French fries and tater chips and everything for your pup. So now your pup can have uh, French fries and everything like you do. All right. Well, I mean, I eat some other stuff, too. It's not just that. (laughs) I mean, a lot of it's that. Um, What do you give your dog that you're not supposed to give your dog? You ever give your dog something and then you look it up? later like should i have given my dog that i've never made the fuck up uh but i have it did occur to me one time like oh i bet you know grape is sort of like a fun size snack for a dog yeah i've got these grapes here it's fruit it's healthy just toss them a grape turns out like one grape will kill a dog yeah it's grapes are like insane why do they they should lock them up like those guns they're gonna lock up huh well Let's get into that debate. <laughs> Let's do that now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've never actually done it. So so for me, I'm not looking for snacks that will uh, mimic actual uh, human food because my thought has always been uh, the dog doesn't know what it's eating. So you could give the dog, you know, an oat snack that's shaped like a turd and the dog will enjoy it. Because I mean, first of all, dogs like eating turds, but that's beside the point. They just don't know why it's shaped like popcorn. They're not going to go like, oh, is this real popcorn? I mean, this is the whole fucking thing behind the uh, bacon strips, right? Yeah. They anthropomorphize the dog, and he's like, bacon, 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 bacon. But check this out. Your actual dog doesn't do that. Your actual dog just smells like the smoke scent. Jesus really pull the curtain back on advertising i'm kind of breaking this down for you guys I, they should call it advertising because it's uh <laughs> so bad well you know what i'm saying though yeah i know what you're saying. obviously i know it's a trite observation but there's really no reason for a dog snack to look like anything other than it's to trick the people into buying it who own the dogs yeah you were telling me um because i was telling you one time about how good dog food smelled <laughs> Which is something that I uh, <laughs> tell you all the time. And you were saying about, uh, actually, it just uh, smells good to you. It smells the same to the dog. I never knew that. Yeah, I always try to educate you on dog food whenever we hang out. Yeah. It seems like it comes up a lot. The wife left a couple weeks back, and that's all I had. And I called you up and said, hey, how good is old musket 
Yeah. And you said, oh, musket, I'm looking at that right now. That's for goddamn hounds. And I said. There's barely any musket in there. Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> You're filling up on grain. <laughs> the first ingredient should always be musket, as far as I'm concerned. I put this on here because it was so ridiculous. Um, it's, you know, how uh, pet owners are with all their craziness. Yeah. Um, one of the funnier things in here was uh, one of the descriptions for the potato chips. It says it takes us five days to make each chip and fry. Jesus. Isn't that insane to you? That's insane. That doesn't seem right. Because well, what is it dried? Are they drying it? Presumably that's why it would take. Because if you were just frying this stuff, it would be 10 seconds. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense that you would take a long amount of time. Oh, we got to get the spices just right for the dog who uh, who greedily licks up his friend's ass every time he sees him. I'm thinking maybe that's not a top priority. Dogs, get the flavor profile just right. Dogs love fucking eating ass. That's why dogs are the millennials of pets. That's what I found. <laughs> no, they dehydrate the damn things, right? So um, Right. Okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense. If you're just I mean, letting something sit out, it takes a while. But that doesn't mean you're actively doing something the whole time. You, I mean, yeah, I don't think they do it like one at a time. But um, it's still kind of nuts to me. But, uh, Too much effort. Why? Isn't there anything else in the world more important than this? You think, right? Maybe. I don't know. I think dogs should have treats. I don't think I don't think the fact that there is suffering present um in all parts of the world, including here at home, uh and gross injustice done every single day and millions of people starving and disenfranchised, um, without a person to care for them in the entire world and meanwhile all of us uh shuffling even closer to death with every breath we take and Every uh, fart we let out into the atmosphere that brings the sun's uh, harmful rays even closer to our delicate uh, skin. I don't think that means that it's wrong to work in the dog food factory. I just think maybe you shouldn't uh, art it up so much while you're in there. You know? Yeah. You're it's like a dog. Non-GMO potatoes and so Like, it's a dog. Right. Like, at a certain point, all right, it's a dog. <laughs> I mean, I, I feed my dogs the blue buffalo food. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seemed like a good price per quality. I'm not saying there's no such thing as quality, you know. I, it seemed like a good compromise between price and quality. It's like 40 bucks for a monstrous bag of it, um, and I got three dogs. So it seems okay. Three dogs and plus uh, you, so how, does, how long does it last? Yeah. So between the four of us, we eat uh, <laughs> 10 pounds a day. So, um, But... It makes their farts smell really bad, and I'm sick of smelling their farts, so I'm just going to change the food. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not asking them what they want to eat. I can't talk, you know? I already let these guys up on the couch or the chair. Either one of the chairs. I got two chairs. I don't mean to brag here. but um, Two chairs. Um, I already let them up on the couch. I, I let these guys uh, mix the wet food in with the dry food. Living like kings, oh these God. guys. I'm not going to go buy them french fries. Get out of here. <laughs> Also, the French fries don't even look like French fries. They don't. So kind of a miss on that one. <laughs> All right, JF, what do you got uh, for us next? I'm excited to hear well, did, it. Did you say what Spud Lights had? 665 of 5,000, 24 days to go? Did you say that? E- yes, I believe I said that. Nah, you definitely didn't. And the tape will show that I am correct. So uh, the next thing here, Mike, look. <clears throat> 
I feel like I'm especially qualified to speak on this topic. Yeah. Because you know me. You ask me all the time, how do I find the time to do so much napping? You wonder. Yeah. Don't you wonder that? I do wonder that. You're a napping fool. I'll call you sometimes and you'll say, I'm in the middle of a nap. And then I'll hang up and I'll call you back later. And you'll say, I just woke up from my second nap and I'm going to head into my third nap. Can I call you later? (laughs) Yeah, we got a very formal relationship when it comes to the telephone. (laughs) I I respect that and I appreciate you respecting my space as well. This is called the Panda Nap. Anywhere you want, it says. Uh, you can Panda Nap anywhere you want. Use the fast, inflated float and chill out seat anywhere you want. The Panda Nap is your perfect companion. Uh, for this one, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this is in a different currency. It is in the euro. So right now they've got 123 euros pledged of 75,000 euros. Uh, that is about, uh, th- oh God, that's about 92,000 buccaronis. Which, if you ask me, is enough to buy a freaking uh, vintage Corvette. <laughs> yeah. Rather than a Panda Nap. Um, this, it's, it's a German product, and to me is uh, designed with all the uh, comfort and intensity that you would expect from a German product. Which is to say, this is just a fucking floaty raft you would get in the pool. I don't understand why they've done this. It's just uh, longer than a floaty guy, right? Maybe a little bit. It goes it has a vertical dimension which maybe not a lot of them do, you know? Yeah. But picture a floating chair that you would have for a pool situation which I will also say is like my least favorite way to enjoy the pool. I know a lot of people like that where they get on the raft, the big unwieldy raft where you're essentially not in control of whether you are dry or wet at any given time. Yeah. Uh, the sticky plastic that immediately sops up any uh, sunscreen you have on your body uh, and turns it into a grease that will slide you off at a moment's notice. Not to mention, it consistently gets hotter than the actual sun uh, because it's translucent plastic and is reflecting the UV rays like a fucking car dashboard. I don't understand what's enjoyable about sitting on a ramp. Then you've got that hard plastic seam that goes around the entirety of the thing right in the middle of your back and you're already sunburned. To me, it's like the most uncomfortable place to be. But what they've done here is they've uh, made it look like a panda bear. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does. It does look like a panda bear. So that's one thing. If you like panda bears right. and or swimming... Because you yeah, can just get this not, for no reason. Not swimming, as it were, but yeah. One of the one of the things on here says, uh, oh shit, what did it say? What are the use cases that it said? They were really good. Well, it says you can blow it up with a hair dryer, an air pump, or your mouth. So that there's lots of ways to get air into this thing, which seems less like a feature and more just like an explanation of can use it what a float is. At the beach, of course. You can right. use it um, in the yard. <laughs> If you just want to sit in the yard in this thing, uh, you can use it uh, at a different beach. There's a couple pictures of beaches here. Two different beaches. Yeah. Two pools also. Kind of running out of uh, ideas here. One is uh, just in the living room reading a magazine. Oh, my God. Um, no, but they do say like you can use it in like, concerts and stuff. Nobody can do that. Nobody can do that. This does seem like a thing that a festival idiot would have. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so maybe in that case, but... Those places are essentially 
like petri dishes uh, for disease and also filled with the most uncomfortable places to sleep maybe on the planet. So I'm not sure that that's an endorsement. My my question for this is why didn't they just like go to a a supplier or something, right? A manufacturer with this. Why didn't they like, see let's that? color this with black and white plastic, please? Yeah. Cuz that's all it is. But they're talking about prototypes. Uh we really he says that wasn't the last challenge uh, referring to how you put a cup holder in there. I mean, Jesus Christ, that one's been solved for a while. Um, we didn't want to launch just another product. We wanted to listen to a lot of people first, if the world really needs our Panda app. And unbelievably, they came to the conclusion that the world did, in fact, need this big plastic inflatable that looks like a bear. Um, this is one of the most infuriating things I've seen on Kickstarter because... It's presented with all of the same language and marketing that you would expect from a product that is at least inventive but just shitty. Yeah. But th- there's nothing creative about this. Like, so that's my, that's my question, right? Like this, just, this is just like a giant ad for this thing that yeah. like by all accounts does exist already. They, they put it in like Berlin, right? Didn't that say that? Well, that's where it's from, but the one hook of this is that it's the classic Warby Parker hook of, uh, check this out, some of the money will go to actual pandas. Oh, come on. (laughs) All right. What a joke. What a fucking joke this is. Oh, and by the way, it is uh, $60. That's insane. So however much you think a big plastic floaty for a pool should be, Double it. This has got to be at least two or three times that much, right? <laughs> yeah. So, real big piece of shit. Doesn't even look that good. It's not like it looks like a great panda. The face of the panda is a pillow, which makes it look even worse. Why didn't they just pitch this to, like, Target? I. There's no... I have no idea. That's so weird. 151 bucks, though, so... It says, uh, if we get enough orders in, we can get these made by April and send them out end of April, which there's no fucking way that happens, first of all. <laughs> 27 days till the end of this Kickstarter, so trying to figure out how you would get this turned around in two weeks, unless, of course, you're just buying them from China. Yeah. And they already exist, because it's not like China loves panda bears or anything, right? So there's no way they have those just sitting around in a warehouse somewhere. I'm willing to bet if we like look this up or research this on like Alibaba, it already exists. Got it. <laughs> One be. of those fucking things. Got to be. But this is episode 50. We haven't researched yet. We're not going to start now. Not going to do it. No. Not going to so do it. Nap, $66 hey, of $92,000. Yeah. Not going to do it. George Bush. Remember that guy? Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. <clears throat> it's good that we both watched that same uh, Dana, Dana Carvey, Carvey special. Stand up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the last one here, Mike, uh, tell us all about it. Hey, dude. Oh, by the way, sorry, Sherlock Holmes just ended. Uh, how did, how was it? It's great. Uh, JF, what I got for you is called uh, Monthly Subscription Boxes to Inspire and Enlighten All. So you, you know a monthly subscription box, you sign up for the service thing there, and every month they uh, they mail you something. Yeah, I'm familiar with the concept of subscribing. Yeah. Um, well, this is that. Uh, you know, people will have the subscription box where they get like a, a soap or something. 
That wouldn't be the one I would think of, but I, there probably is one. Yeah. Um, this is uh, crystals for uh, you know various things like um, putting around the house, looking at, touching. Hey, running my freaking time machine, maybe? Yeah. My uh, my name is Katie, and my goal is to create a business selling monthly subscription boxes. That's her goal, to create a uh, business out of this. Creating a business <clears throat> is always a great goal, and it's one that I respect very much. Um, my boxes will be comprised of themed items based on certain mystical belief systems. Fairies, angels, ghosts, demons, spirits, gods of the old gods of modern days so it's got something for uh, everybody on this one okay. uh plus lots of cool crazy fun uh cards bath salts herbs you get the you get the gist of it you kind of can see what's where this is headed sure yeah. so um she needs help starting her monthly subscription box for uh, yoni crystals <laughs> And fucking like yeah. uh, dream catchers and shit. I'm in, I'm in the dream catcher a month club already. I don't need another fucking dream catcher in my house. Starting to look, well, starting I mean, to look ridiculous over here. You just keep the crystals and sell the dream catcher, pass it along to another needy witch. <laughs> um, this is kind of cool here. It says, uh, so she's just so you know, she's already ahead of the curve here. She says, my main selling platform will be Etsy. Yeah, um, well, because of course, yeah. And I will advertise on Facebook, that famously effective advertising platform, as well as WordPress. So that makes sense, definitely, if you know anything about WordPress. Uh, parenthetically, she says, I'm also looking into other platforms, a GoDaddy account specifically, but I'm not sure yet. What is that? Well, she might get on GoDaddy. What does that mean? <laughs> You're she gonna... might get on GoDaddy. <laughs> hey, add me on GoDaddy when you when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool pretty cool uh so she does need help buying a few things uh including salt stones crystals talismans charms chains yeah soaps twine feathers which, fabrics which stuff paints inks <laughs> pens jars herbs um but just that and then she'll be off to the races um doing uh this stuff for, for the first years it says mike i don't know if you caught this i plan to put 100 percent back into the business so she's not thinking about profits. Yeah, she's not going to profit. All. She's not going to take all of this and spend it on, you know, new witch shoes or something. <clears throat> <laughs> um, it does say that images were downloaded from the internet. So all the images that you see on this Kickstarter page are not actually hers. Ah. Uh. So the pictures of the dream catchers, the cards... Um, the tarot, uh, the smudge sticks, the herbs, the crystals, the candles, all those things that seem like the stuff she would have to put into the boxes. <laughs> Just to be clear, not only does she not have them, she has never had them. So you're going to, uh, because you're going to buy them. Because <laughs> you're going to buy them for her. You're going to buy them for her and, well, wow, that's, maybe that's what she means by 100% of the profits. Right. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is pretty uh, rough. Uh, she said, "This is an update number two from the eleventh. She says, "Last night was a late one. I didn't like the calendar I made, so I found a template of one online and edited it to fit the data that I need. So here it is. So she got a little calendar 
Um, and I, you can't make it any bigger. So, <laughs> what it says is anyone's guess. So I hope you didn't spend too much time on the late night of putting the calendar together and then shrinking not- it down to Ant Man size. <laughs> But there's some purple, some greens. So uh, who knows where she got this template of a calendar that you can write stuff on? Yeah. Uh, maybe she could she post the link to that. Freaking f- stole it from some guy off GoDaddy, like the f- freaking guys on the first page. <laughs> so uh, this one, you know what, Mike? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it's not just the pseudo medicine that I don't care for. It's the execution of the <laughs> of the plan here, which is to say there's there's not there's not very much going on with it. Yeah, that's a stinker. That's why it's on your Kickstarter sucks. I just thought of that. Now that's pretty good. <laughs> um, somebody should take that down. Make it make, make a, a make a whole yeah make a whole sh- sh- podcast about it. That t- turns into a big chore. I don't like doing. Uh, anyways, so that was the six pack, guys. Um, surely by now you've got a handle on what it is and was. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, why don't we take a quick break? Um, we will head off, we'll uh, powder our noses a little bit, and we'll come back with uh, the mailbag. That's where you come in. That's where you come in. It's the mailbag portion of the show. Mike, why don't you tell them how to get on here if they want to? You can take out your favorite email client and sign into it. Go to okay. go to send go to new email, compose. Too granular. Tighten it up just a little bit. Tighten it up just a little bit. <clears throat> Write a new email. The sender name is your name. The two field is your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Right in the body. Then press yeah. send. How was that? Okay. Was that good? Well, you didn't tell him. You didn't tell him what to write. But other than that, yeah, great Shit. job. All right. So that's how you get on here. That's where you come in. The first one, uh, the first email of the night of the big fiftieth episode. Spectacular. Maybe. Maybe could could have sprung for some sound effects. But uh, I did. That's what you just heard. Oh. Um. First one comes to us from Henry. Henry writes. The uh, frickin' six-pack is, uh, well, every week we, you know, uh, talk about these goddamn Kickstarters because that's the whole point of this fucking podcast, you dumb shits. Well, uh, it comes after the 45 minutes of talking about fucking burgers or whatever, (laughs) and then we got uh, these six Kickstarters, and they all suck because that's why we're here. So if you really don't understand what the six-pack is, then you better uh, Venmo me like $8. So Henry with a pretty good explanation (laughs) of the six-pack. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, he wasn't moving, so he did not receive the toaster. Uh, but thank you for writing in, Henry. Uh, Brumpus Chungo, which is an unfortunate name here, this guy. Is so, that real? I almost wonder if that's real. Well, nobody would just write in and give a fake name. Um, yeah. So Mr. Chungo says, or Mrs. Chungo, it's kind of a, kind of one of those androgynous names like Pat or. Yeah. Uh, it's Chungo, the movie. Yeah. Ween was in that movie. You remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that part of it. <clears throat> um, hey, Mike and JF, love the show, except for the parts where people are rude to you. Anyways, my question is, what is the worst Kickstarter you've seen that you haven't discussed on the show? Doobie's Doghouse gets my vote. Love, Brumpus. 
pretty good. Uh, do you think is he pulling from the blog? I think he might be. Yeah. Yeah. So this would be something you would probably know more about, <laughs> huh? And Doobie's Doghouse was uh, was an old hot dog restaurant. This is something I think we've referenced. <clears throat> we've referenced before where. Uh, in the beginning of Kickstarter, there were a lot of these things where it was like, uh, can you help me remodel my restaurant? Oh, yeah. And if you come here, I'll give you a $5 coupon or something. Um, this one seems to be, it seems to have been successful, at least insofar as it made more than the goal. Um, but it is uh, it is very silly to kickstart a hot dog restaurant. Um, now that it's become sort of a technology hub for smart watches and shit like that. <laughs> I don't remember Doobie's doghouse at all. I think Brumpus Chungo's lying. I'm just going to... Might be lying. ...accuse this guy of lying. But, uh... I will say the hot dogs do look good. Then again, we don't re- uh, remember anything that we record on this podcast, so... Yeah. We might. We may Absolutely. have said that yesterday. In the episode we released yesterday. This <laughs> this one seems good. The Memphis Barbecue Dog Combo. Uh, one dog for four fifty, or two dogs for five fifty. So the economy of scale is working in your favor there. Why wouldn't you get two dogs? Just makes sense. You'd be an idiot not to get two. Um, Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Sauce Onions or Grilled Cola Onions. Um, that sounds great. You get that with some barbecue chips on the side. You're in heaven. Um, I don't know about as far as like the worst Kickstarter I've ever seen. I mean, um, there have been some, but bad specifically ones. that we didn't talk about on the show. I mean, yeah. All of the last 300 we've talked about have been on the show, um, so hard to pull from something that was so bad that we wouldn't mention it. I mean, if I see a bad one, I'm I'm filing it away for uh, for use, you know? I think maybe the most recent worst one that I can remember that we did talk about on the show that was that trash can drone thing that flew around the room. It was like an alarm system. Yeah, and then, they got, uh, and then they got bought out. They got yeah. acquired. So in terms of like, I think pure scale, that one's got to be one, even though we did talk about it. You, you can't talk about bad Kickstarters and not note that this is maybe the dumbest idea for any like large scale technology launch that you could think of. Yeah. And not only did it exist and get money, it actually got acquired and it was so much money. They shut down the Kickstarter and refunded everybody their money. So <laughs> this is coming out at some point, probably for a thousand dollars in the sharper image, like very soon. Yeah. I, uh, and that's just like, th- that speaks to the fucking problem with this website more than anything else I can think of more than a hot dog restaurant, which, you know, hot dogs are so good. Hot dogs are great. I might get some hot dogs tomorrow for my lunch break. Oh my God. Wouldn't I that, want one now. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Uh, Eddie writes, um, the six pack is when you clone six, from the WWF six times and have them all uh, fuck you at once, then you are the six pack. That's <laughs> that's not the uh, that's not what it is. So that's not correct. No. Good guess though. Um, you want to take this next guy here? Yeah, Christopher says. So you know how there's those cheap pop tarts, uh, and they come in a box with three packages, and there's two toaster pastries in each package instead of pop tarts which have four packages and two toaster pastries in each package. And somehow those two pastries less save you like two freaking dollars off the box of normal Pop-Tarts. So pretend those toaster pastries are all shitty Kickstarters and you're eating uh, all six of them on a podcast. And then you say if those toaster pastries are a snack or they're a whack, and that's the Doughboys. But that's also the six-pack kind of. 
So <laughs> pretty good roundabout way. I think he got there though. Yeah. Send this guy um, a freaking toaster, JF. Well, I mean, he loves Pop Tarts so much. Maybe you should freaking. He probably already has one if he knows so much about Pop Tarts. <laughs> I will say that I buy the generic Pop Tarts sometimes, and they're fine. So. Uh, well, that's the mailbag, JF. What? Uh, what that's uh, the mailbag. That's been the fiftieth episode <laughs> of your Kickstarter sucks. Hey, hey, was it as spectacular as you thought it would be? Here is to fifty more, my friend. You know. Hey. You know what, Mike? Thanks for coming along the ride with me. I hope you've enjoyed the ride. Um, the line was fun. The ride is good. I say let's go. Let's go around and get in that line again. And can get you started on fifty more? Can you try and think of uh, fifty episodes where all just old men, just in our like eighties or whatever, and we're like, oh, this Kickstarter, but still golden years. You know, they say that. Hey, we're still in our prime. <clears throat> I think we've got another twenty episodes that are going to be really good. Yeah, and after that, it's going to fall off. And uh, everybody will stop listening. But in the meantime, if you want to hear more than just the normal amount of episodes that we do uh, that we do put out that's come to 50 so far at this point, uh, check out patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. If you absolutely got to wear our faces on a shirt or a button or a sticker, then I suggest you go to shop.yourkickstartersucks.com. Uh, we have some T-shirts and buttons and stickers there for you. And I will lovingly uh, put them in my own mailbox, and then they'll come to you by way of the U.S. Postal Service, which doesn't get enough credit in this day and age, if you ask me. Uh, Finally, we would love it if you wouldn't mind going over to iTunes and rating us a five-star review. It's much appreciated. We check those out from time to time. Puts a big smile on our face when we know that you are not somebody... Um, who left us a one-star review on purpose because I said that conservatives should uh, be killed or that uh, Woody Allen is a pedophile. Um, it always makes me happy when I see somebody who has actually listened to the show and has enjoyed it and rated it five stars. So thanks for that. Thanks for listening to these 50 episodes. I can't believe, honestly, that we've done this many or that they've been as enjoyed by as many people as they have. But uh, we'll keep on doing it if you keep on listening to it. So, um I guess that's it, and we'll we'll talk to you next week probably. Drop us a line if you want. Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail dot com. <clears throat> On Twitter at uh, your Kickstarter. That's it. Now that's it. Okay, thanks for putting the lid on that one, Mike. Um, that's it. It's over. Now it's done. Uh, and goodbye, everyone. Bye bye. Hey guys, uh, I remember on one of the last episodes you were talking about the movie Alien and how the alien uh, like busts out of the guy's chest and then it like runs around and, um, and the movie's over. And I wanted to let you know a little trivia that if you keep watching till after the credits, then they uh, they go into the next room over and the alien is sitting there in a little chair. Uh, it's like a little cigar and reading TV guide. Anyway, it's a fun fact. I don't, you know, bye bye.